So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Welcome aboard, Ed Clements and Jeff Ward on this Thursday. What is today? Thursday afternoon. (laughs) Thursday afternoon. Head and Jeff here on 1027. Well, that's cracking you up. Really <laughs> it is. Garrett's on the other side of the the, the way there, on well, a few steps away in the spalacious. Spalacious? <clears throat> spalacious. What's the word I'm looking for? Spacious? It's, it's neither of those. I know. Okay. Spacious Jeez. studio we have. I thought we we're going to have a new studio in 2024. 10 degrees. Why don't we have a new studio well, yet? Well, we got a giant sign for no reason whatsoever this that no a, one could see. It's a gigantic ESPN sign. It's a, it is one of the Costs biggest. It more to put that thing up than the three of us together. ESPN and Bud Light, the official beer of 102. I'll, uh, I'll throw this out to the audience and you. Okay. Um, Quinn Ewers returns to Texas, but is not the game one starter in 2024. I say that's wrong. Quinn Ewers, I believe, will return because his draft stock suffered Monday night uh, and the draft is full of better quarterbacks. I think he returns, and I believe, barring a major injury, he will be lining up the first week against some directional school the week before Michigan. He'll be the starter. Is he the starter by midseason? Jeff, I, I don't know if anybody can make that determination well, right Cedric, now. Cedric says he's not. Cedric Cedric Golden, who was yeah. just on from the Austin American Statesman. Yeah. So Cedric then is assuming he will have a subpar first half of the well, season against I mean, the likes I, of Michigan I, and OU. You no, know, it's um, here was the example he brought up. It's the first time I've heard anyone use this example because I'm trying to think of examples where you had a guy that won you a conference championship for the first time in a long time. Yep. You have a guy that takes you to the Final Four. You're a play away from playing for the national championship. Yes. In the world I come from, that guy does not lose his job in practice. I would agree with that. But here is, uh, here's one of the things he argued. He said, okay, look. Andy Reid had Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. Alex Smith was a starter and I believe had just played in the Pro Bowl. And Andy Reid turned to, I know this is dramatic because we now know the story. But at the time, listen, coming out of the draft, people did not think Patrick Mahomes would be taken where he was taken. There's only that I've heard of. There's, you know, now, of course, legend, but there was two people that were in love with Patrick Mahomes at that time coming out of Texas Tech, Sean Payton and Andy Reid. Andy Reid moved up to take him. Yeah. But he wasn't taken like the first pick in the draft. No, far from it. I mean, people thought he'd go in the late first round. Right. So... At the time, it was kind of a real risk. And Andy, this is the argument Cedric made. And he said, look, he saw something and said, there's greater upside, so I'm going to make the move. Because you do know what you have with Quinn Ewers now. 
You do. You, you know, do what you. He's you, gotten you better, know. but you know what you got. Right. And he, it's good. It's, it, it's not. He's, terrible. he's a good quarterback. Oh, I agree. far, far from terrible. I agree. He's a good quarterback. Right. Who I think in the last half of the season developed the ability to uh, scramble and run. He made some big gains, but again. With all due respect, he didn't lose that game for the Longhorns no, no, on no, Monday no, night. No, no, no. But, I think that's uncool, the people that put it on. Yeah, that's not it's not true. him. No. But I believe, to me, in that last drive, it was a phenomenal throw. Well, more as a phenomenal catch, catch. by uh, Whittington. But I think there was confusion. And I think that last call, I talked to a guy that that wore the uh, burn orange and white last night who said, and you agree with this, that pass the last pass was so low percentage yeah, yeah. low percentage uh, it pass. was uh it was a the, for texas now, I don't know that this is all Quinn Ewers' fault. I mean, he, you know, Sid argued he had to throw that ball on the line. He didn't. He was also flushed out again because Texas couldn't protect him. Um, but I, I, it was total panic. I'm not it sure anyone panic. on the Texas sideline thought they were going to be in that position. I agree. And they just went out there and started chunking it around. It but, looked like nobody, it, it, with that with all four plays, there wasn't like a, yeah. let's take a deep breath and, okay, Steve, yeah. you're the offensive genius. Yeah, no. Let's think of something more than... It was a bad look. It, it was just not good. But here's... So that's the argument he's made, that sooner or later, you know, Sarkeesian's going to say, I, I, I know what Ewers has got. And I used the argument yesterday, the worst thing that happened to Quinn Ewers was playing against Michael Penix Jr., mm. where everyone goes, well, look at that. That's a pro quarterback. If we had yeah. that, right. we it's had that guy. Pro. Yeah. Because it, Quinn Ewers is better than, than Milrow, yeah. and I believe better than uh, the oh, uh, Michigan, Michigan quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, I think fans and probably even coach, certainly media and coaches too, probably look out there and go, well, that's different. Yeah. It is our it, guy's you know. pretty good, but they's nothing like that oh, guy. Oh no, that guy's that guy's a stud. And so, it, you can't help but look out there and go, "Well, that's how you win a championship." Mm-hmm. We have one of those guys. Maybe we have that guy over here. Maybe that's that guy. And so, I think it does kind of hurt the the future of Quinn Ewers because yeah. he just doesn't look like that. He, he he doesn't look like that, and he's not Vince. He's not Colt. Uh, uh, Sam Ellinger was He's a unique quarterback. Penix Jr. No, Michael Penix Jr. He just ah. so here, here's he, a, he was he was so good in, a, a, against the inferior opponents, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Right. He was really good, yeah. and he was good against Oklahoma. The defense let him down in, let let him out in that deal. But I it just. I don't think he was bad against Washington. I mean, it's not his fault every time Washington gets the ball, they throw it over their yeah. team. I mean, I, I but, think, but here, here's, yeah. the, here's a way of looking at it. And I don't agree with this. I'm going to sound old school here and kind of touchy feel. You know, it's new me in 2024, right? It's the new you, touchy yeah. feeling. Except that I mentioned Trump, apparently. I'm not, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> apparently, you should just like be put in shackles if you ever mention Trump. A kinder, gentler Jeff Ward. So, okay. I think it's uncool for a guy to put a trophy in the case who's done nothing but handle himself. He never says a word that I know of. It's not like he's a jackass. It's not like he's screaming and jumping up and down. The guy put a trophy in the case and took you one play. One play when you didn't belong in that game. Right. One play from playing for a championship. I agree, Jeff. I think I don't care if he incomplete if he throws incompletions all through spring training right. and the summer. You don't lose your job if you put a trophy in the case. I, would I don't agree. know that world. Even though, and I'll say this publicly. And I think you owe the guy more. 
I, I, I really do. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I think, I, I just think you, I don't think, I, I do think there's a level of loyalty there, and that's going to sound old school that I think should come into it. And it's going to be more difficult for Quinn next year because oh, yeah. he's lost Xavier, and I believe he's going to uh, lose Sanders to tight end. I believe A.D. Mitchell will be gone. You're going to have a whole host of new receivers and a new right. tight end. So, so he, it's going to be more difficult yeah, for no, him. I, I'm no. with you. He should not lose the starting job, barring a, a, a major injury. And even if he has a subpar spring, oh, it's the driving range, right. as you like to say. It's the practice And he's going to have to lose the job on the field against some really mediocre teams uh, in early September, except a team that may win the national championship when Texas goes to Michigan. But let me give you the other scenario. Okay. This is the way it could play out. This is an interesting. I know where you're going with this. And that is, okay, I don't know that Texas is a 12-team playoff team next year. They lose a ton. I mean, they lose the second-best receiving group in the country outside of Washington, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be gutted at the skill position next year. Okay. And And now we also, Byron Murphy, the defensive lineman who scored a touchdown, he announced today he's headed to the NFL. Uh, Tavondre Sweat, of course, headed to the NFL. That's right. the, that's the defense, the interior defensive line. That's a big blow. Also, uh, Brooks, Jonathan Brooks, says he's turning pro, which I'm scratching my head about. Coming off he, of ACL injury, I yeah. think I'm going to go in the NFL because they really won a lot of running backs with ACL issues. Mm-hmm. Who's so, advising him? I don't know. I don't know who's advising him. Good gosh. Okay. But you're, I didn't mean to Yeah. You did. I did. I apologize. But, but I'm just, nicer now. I, mean, I want to I, throw that Byron Murphy story. I'm nicer out. now. Yes. Um, <laughs> except when it comes to Trump. Because you're not allowed to mention Trump's name or else you should be put in shackles. <laughs> um, okay, so th- hear this. So they're not going to be as good next year. You're a few games in. Offense is, you know, it's pretty good. He's the same quarterback, same stuff. Doesn't look like you're going to make a 12-team playoff. Do you just say at that moment, look, I got to go, you know, this is the future. This is Dude. where we're going. Um, you know, we're not going to play off. We're not going to play for a championship. We're still a good team and you're a good quarterback. But, you know, it's time to blow it up and <clears throat> it's time, to, to, time to give the ball to this kid over here. So that's what I'm going to do. I don't know if that's four games in, five games in, six games in. Could you see a scenario like that? Is there justification at that point when it looks like you're not going to make a 12-team playoff, which I think is entirely possible, that at that point you say, you know, it's time. It's time. It's you know, it's time. To let that guy have the ball, even though we're not going where we thought we'd go. You might as well give it to him now. Would you do it? I would do it if the play of Quinn has diminished and he was the big reason Texas was not succeeding. I would. I would. So do if he that. was still playing well, you wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't do that because you can't either. do that again. I, I look. I agree. I think it's uncool. And I think being cool to players and loyal to players matters, particularly when they're your quarterback. Um, but I'm just saying, I think a lot, I think, because you know, my God, the first incomplete pass he throws, someone's going to want mm-hmm. football royalty. It happened already. In, a, in, a, in trash moments of a game, the loudest cheer oh, it's for, since Earl Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd acted like the dude was walking on water. We're not going to know, really. We'll, we'll know... What do you got on your new computer? I've got, I've, your on new, my new computer. Your MacBook Air. My new MacBook Air. 
the ske- schedule talk with Ed. Oh, great. Labor Day weekend, or August 31st. I'm not sure if that's Labor Day weekend. That is Co- not. Colorado not. State in Austin. Yeah, Colorado State stinks. Then the next week, September 7th, at Michigan. You'll, that's, that's a giant. the starter against Michigan? He'll be the starter against Michigan. Who, Quinn yours? Oh, yes, he will be. He'll be the starter. Some people disagree. And then you get UTSA and Louisiana Monroe, ULM, Louisiana, why, Louisiana. Why do they play everybody? Huh? There's just that many. Why there's so many? Is there that just those guys seem to play everyone, or is there other directional schools in Louisiana? I, it feels like there's a lot of directional schools in Louisiana. Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. I went through Lafayette this week. Huh? I went to the, yeah, I went there. But yeah, they get they get Colorado State, easy. Michigan, tough. UTSA should be a win. ULM should be an easy win. Mississippi State in Austin with a new coach, new quarterback. That should be a win. Well, yeah. Let's be honest. And then they Gosh. take a week off before they face the juggernaut of Oklahoma and Georgia back to back. Is Quinn Ewers the starter when they play Georgia? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I, I I think he is, Jeff. Unless he goes south against all those bad schools. And unless he goes south against Oklahoma. I don't think he's going to go south. It may look like it's not as good as it was this year. I, look, I think the guy has proven this. He's gotten better. He's a better player now. He is a better player. And he's player. played a lot of football. I don't I don't get the impression he's a guy that's um you know start to go backwards. Oh, is he NFL worthy right now, Joe? No. I think he is. I think he's NFL worthy, but he runs a risk of being a third or fourth round draft yeah, choice. Yeah, no, he's he's a as a second second day draft pick now. He's not a projected starter in the NFL. He's no, a Sam Ellinger. No, no. He's Sam. Yeah, a different kind. But, yeah, he's a guy you want around. He's played a lot of football. Um, he's a he's a good passer. He's not Michael Penix Jr., but he's improved in his accuracy. Yeah, sure. Um, but like I said, if you're – you know, Cedric's example of Andy Reid with Alex Smith and then standing there – he wanted he wanted Patrick Mahomes. He yeah. was going to play Patrick Mahomes, and he did it, and it worked. Yeah. I think people think, and I think people think now, particularly having watched the other side of it, and that's that guy. People are going to think, we got a good quarterback. What if we had that kind of quarterback? And I have no idea. Look, I'm saying that people have no idea if that's Archman. They have no idea. And there are people that don't know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. And I but think, they think I, I, it I, might be. I equate this back to the, and this is ancient history, Major oh Applewhite and yeah. Chris Sims days. Yeah. Where Chris Sims was the golden child, yep. but the he was difference the player of the year, he was the top recruit. So was Quinn Ewers, though. But the difference was to me, Major Applewhite was proven. He was solid. He was very good. But Chris Sims was a golden child, and Chris Sims was really good against bad teams and really me- mediocre against good teams. He never could get over the hump, mm-hmm. and that was a controversy of all controversies. Yeah. So I, I kind of see it somewhat similar, yeah, similar. I, I don't because disagree. this is the biggest recruit, Steve ever. Sarkeesian. No, I think it's the biggest recruit ever, ever in the history of University football of Texas. Royalty. Yeah, I mean, it, look it at is, the name. I yeah. mean, it, I mean, I'm not saying he's the best. <clears throat> he's not the. I don't. I'm never argue. Arch Manning is the best player ever to come to Texas. He's the most famous, most celebrated. Yeah, yeah. It's it's football royalty, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's nothing like it. I don't think that should matter, but it does matter to fans. 
it does matter to fans. And I think people, as you just said earlier, when Arch went on the field, it was Jeez. as if Ricky and Earl and oh my Colt and Vince all ran yes. on the field at the right. same time. And they walked out there with Daryl Royal. Mm-hmm. Like they all came back. That's what people acted like. They did. <laughs> they acted like it's just like all these famous ghosts came to the field. I, I I do think he needs. This is just me talking. You know more than I do. He does need a heck of a lot more experience on the college football field before you can fully trust Arch. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I uh, even if the scenario laid out that you're midseason, you're not going to make the twelve team tournament. Um, which I, I can kind of see Texas not making that next year. Um, I, even in that case, I would say, hey, look, kid, I know you want to play. This guy put a trophy in the case. He doesn't do anything but show up to go to work Correct. every day. Correct. And if I'm going to show any loyalty at all, I got to. I mean, I think there's something to that. And I think another player might understand that. But then again, you know, Cedric has argued with me countless times. If your name is Manning or not Manning, you don't show up at a place to sit for two years. And maybe, you know, and is Cedric still saying that he's saying that Quinn is thinking, hey, I may just go. I may, I go. I may go. He doesn't sound well. I mean, the comments he's made is about coming back and getting better. But does Cedric think he's going to go? That's right. No, he thinks he comes back. I think he comes back, too. I think he comes back. It doesn't, none of it adds up to leave unless. I think I made this argument yesterday. Okay, here's if you want to think this way, um, you get decent advice. He's not clueless. He's been around. Um, someone's probably going to tell him you're not going to be a first rounder. But he's made a bunch of money here. Made a lot of money. Yeah, and I think that money so, will still be there next year. So if you want to play pro football and you had any inclination that your job at some point next year you might lose your job, which would which would be a, a nightmare. Go just go ahead and declare and play. Get drafted in the third round. If he mm-hmm. wants to just play pro football, he might as well go do mm-hmm. it. He's making good money here. We all know that. Yeah, you see the four four four. The Davis. You know, I you know, know that. I know. But looking at this his schedule, this November, I know we don't think much of Florida, but Florida well, is. They're crazy. They're crazy at Florida, but in November next year, Texas hosts Florida. Go to Arkansas. Texas is better than Arkansas, but we know what happens over there in Arkansas. Uh-huh. Like deliverance. Oh, yeah. How about that? Then Texas gets uh, <laughs> deliverance. Wow. Yeah. Da 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 da. talk about Donald Trump. Da 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 da. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, November twenty third, Kentucky in Kentucky is a is a nice team. We they almost yeah. beat Clemson. Yeah. And then of course going over to fe- see our friends in College Station. Did you see the figure today about U haul U haul Texas leads the nation and U hauls coming this way from. People coming one way, one way U-Haul rentals. What are you saying? One way U-Haul rentals. Texas still leads the way in the nation. One way, and Austin is number five in the nation. And guess who's number six? One way U-Haul destinations. From where? Just anywhere? Anywhere like, in the country? Well, anywhere in the country? It's coming. I didn't to know Texas. there were two way U-Hauls, so <clears throat> I'm confused by the premise. Okay, one way you're, you're moving to this area okay. and you're planting your roots. Here. Austin is number five. This this in the, in the country. In the country. This town is number six. Amarillo. No. Oh, shocking. College Station is number six for well, destinations. Okay. Um, one way. Okay. Destination. Yeah, but that might be one way from like Hearn or suburban Houston. No. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Look, let me no, offend a lot no, of people no. right now. I, I'm going to offend a lot of people without even no, saying. No, man, about you're Trump. wrong about that. 
Yeah, because um, people working remotely, it's cheap, I assume. It's cheap in College Station. Yeah. Yes. So using that metric of just one way from anywhere, sure, I bet you there's a lot of people in East Texas or Southeast Texas that say, gosh, I want to move close to a college town. I, re- I work remotely. Yeah, I'll go get a U-Haul and go straight there. Mm-hmm. Palm Beach, Melbourne, Florida is number one. Ocala, Florida is number two. Ugh. Charleston, North Charleston, South Carolina is three. Sarasota in Bradenton, Florida, four. Austin is five. College Station in Bryan, number six. Charlotte, North Carolina, seven. Okay. Huntsville, Alabama is eighth. What? Huntsville, it's northern Alabama, beautiful little city. Huntsville, Alabama. Okay, same thing, kind of remote. Remember yes. there's a story during, just at the end of the pandemic, what did they call them? They called them Zoom towns. Mm-hmm. When we all thought the rest of our life was going to be remote yeah, and on yeah. Zoom, and it was Boise, and it was uh, Missoula, Montana. Sure. There's places where like I would go yeah. and go fly fish and ski right. if I didn't have to come to a beautiful studio like this. Sure. <laughs> Huntsville, Alabama, In Northeast eight. Austin. Dallas is nine, and Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach, uh, South Carolina is number ten. So Florida is still... Where's Waco, number 1,262? Let me see. I'm looking down on the list. I'm looking down. They just go to the top 25. I bet you Waco is near, like, um, in the bottom five in the entire world. As, the entire planet. I, I, you know I, that? I don't, I don't believe that. I, I do believe that. I don't believe that. I'm trying to think. I'm having a difficult time trying to think of the places lower than Waco. Um, McAllen. Arlingen? No, no, I was thinking Eagle like, um, I give me some places in Siberia or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, or See, some really oppressive place, a uh, very violent place. Um, again, again, you are skewed. Lagos, Nigeria is the only one of the few places lower than Waco you are for skewed. anyone in the world wanting to move. There are some areas around Waco that are beautiful, my friend. Uh, home sites around the Brazos where's, River. Where's the most violent place in the world? Caracas, Venezuela might be lower than Waco. I think uh, São Paulo, Brazil. São Paulo is oh, great. They, it does far better than Waco. There's more people. I'd move there before Waco in a heartbeat. Man, are you, you are me? so... You're are so, you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Um, Chip and Joanne have, have, have re-energized that town. Travis Kelsey is going to move to Waco, I predict, when he and when they get married. Trying to think um, of any city in Greenland would be better than Waco. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. What's the most violent place in the planet? Um, you know, Baghdad. Well, probably, Baghdad's a little I'd extreme. Pro- I'd probably I don't say do that. Kiev right now is pretty yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah, it's probably lower than Waco. I'll yeah. give Waco the benefit of the doubt on that one. So it's okay. It's probably the sixth or seventh worst city in the world. When we come back, I've got some wonderful facts. <laughs> On the NFL and viewership. When we come back to 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Say it again, big voice, my new best Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, thanks very much. If you just joined us, uh, welcome back to the show. What's his name? What's his first name? His name is Dwayne. Yeah, oh. Dwayne Jacobson. Oh, uh, thank you, Dwayne. Oh, look at that. Uh, Can you if, convince him to stop smoking, or is it a lost cause? First of the year, as I just talked about my friend's son, Soda Weight Loss, it's time. Uh, maybe I'll get a client ceasing smoking, even though I've never smoked. 
I wouldn't be a good smoke That would be I, a really bad idea. Yeah, I don't smoke, so... You yeah. can't even breathe the air in here. No, I'm only going to start long, smoking. you're going to be in a bubble. <laughs> like, That's a great movie. At John Travolta. I mean, I seriously think at some point you're going to be in the corner. I mean, I don't know how you're going to fit... Oh, but you're gonna boy, that's bubble. really cruel. Thanks a lot. No, I'm like, on soda. What do you mean by no, that? No, no, I don't mean like... Gee, will yeah, you the did. Size of yeah, your bubble. you did. Come no, on. No, 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 Good I, Lord. I, I know that. we couldn't get a bubble in here. Right, that's what I mean. There's okay, no place there's to no put There's no place you. to put a damn bubble so in here. So we'd have to do... Uh, I don't know. I have to get some uh, attorneys on this so you can get space for you and your bubble. Did you ever see that movie, Bubble Boy with John Travolta? I don't know it's that It's a true story. True story. I don't know that I did. About a child who lived in a bubble. Yeah, it was a really, really good show. Well, tell me more about it. I mean, I, well, right now kid, it doesn't sound very good type, at all. He had some type of disease where he couldn't be exposed to Are any, you making this up? No, 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 no. It's a famous fake. It's a famous John Travolta movie, Bubble Boy. And he had lived in a bubble, Garrett? and when he walked it's outside... It's a famous John Travolta <laughs> yes, movie? Garrett, fire that up and just show him on the computer. Uh... John Travolta, Bubble Boy. He would walk outside. He'd have a bubble suit on. But if he was exposed to just did the he outdoor- bounce and roll? Pardon me. Well, he's in a bubble. Did he bounce and roll? You no, know, like this. It's a bubble. He lived in the How bubble. How did he not get end up in the street all the time? He did not end up in stop the street. Him, stop him! He's rolling down the hill. No, he it was not a that. He lived in a bubble. Like he had like a space helmet on. Yeah, 1976. True, Garrett. Very true. Very true. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Well, what are you sorry to say? It's fact, <laughs> Garrett. It sounds yeah. terrible. It sounds It terrible. was a terrible life, he did. But here's a little caveat that in 1976, this was one of John Travolta's first movie, oh, the woman who played his mother in the movie, Diana Hyland, oh, gosh. became the love of his life. That's not true. Positive. Uh, give me the credit, Sarah. Fake. She died tragically in his arms of cancer. What? Yeah, she died in she real life. Wasn't, she was with the boy in the bubble? She, w- she was with the actor John Travolta. She played his mother in The Boy in the Bubble. Wasn't that the name of the movie, Boy in the Bubble? Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Boy in the Bubble. She played his mother. They fell in love on set. She was much older, and she was the love of his life, and she got cancer, and she died. And he always said How that was... How old was John Travolta at this time? He was probably 21 or 22. So yeah. this was before or after Welcome Back, Cotter. It was before Welcome Back, Cotter. This is wow. one of his first things, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Diana Hyland, a very attractive woman who died tragically. And then, of course, Kelly Preston, the woman he married after I die, Diana Hyland, died yeah. tragically yeah. a few years ago of yeah, cancer, yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is a real downer. Thanks for that. So don't make fun of people going bubbles, my friend. I'm, I'm, we're going to do the best we can for you. We're going to strategically <laughs> place you somewhere. We just hope you don't roll away, like bouncing down the hallway. Down Runberg. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where did that go? It's rolling down Runberg. Uh, if you just joined us. Pop that bubble. Byron Murphy and Jonathan Brooks declared for the NFL draft today. Jordan Whittington's going to NFL draft. Xavier Worthy's going to NFL draft. The Jordan Brooks, uh, Jonathan Brooks situation, he was a great running back for Texas, over 1,000 yards, yeah. torn ACL. I scratch my head on this, but then again, you always talk about the wear and tear yeah. of running backs. You know, you're not going to be valuable anyway. There's not much of a market. There's not much of a market. So the thinking I get, you know, I mean, somebody would say, well, if there's not a market for a healthy, really good back, why would there be a market for a guy coming off ACL? Mm -hmm. You're right. There's not a market, period. So I guess he's thinking, I might as well go get drafted in the fifth round. I might as well start trying to play now before I have too much wear and tear. Yeah. And I think he's a good, really good football player. He He had a great year. Absolutely. 
Uh, and you ask about the Texas running backs for next year, there's C.J. Baxter, who had a really fine year, who was a starter. Yeah. And then uh, Jonathan Brooks t- took over for him. Jaden Blue, who had a very good game, I thought. Yes. He had a fumble, but had a very good game. Yes. And then there's Savion Red back there as well. Yeah. So that room is in good shape. I wonder when running back just runs out. Like, nobody really wants to do it anymore. I don't think that will ever happen. If you want to play in, in the in NFL, high, it might. In high school football and college football, that will never happen. When was the last time you saw a high school game in which somebody had more than 15? Other than Liberty, is it Liberty Hill Liberty that Hill. runs the ball every single yes. play? Okay, forget them. When was the last time in a college or high school somebody carried it more than 15 times? Uh, B. John Robinson last year should have carried a lot more than he carried it. Okay, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't because of the offensive mindset. I don't know. That's a good point. I just, I mean, I've, I've wondered, you know, most of us growing up, that was the marquee position. Now, sure. it's not. I mean, you're not going to be valued. Ricky Williams wouldn't be Ricky Williams in 2024. What would he play? He would play running back, but he wouldn't get the carries. Yeah. Would not get the carries. Just a thought, just an economic thought there. Just a product life cycle kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Product life cycle, you put a NFL running back on the product life cycle, it's very short. I think that's very, very right? nice assertion. Sure, professor. Thank, well, thank you. Alfred Collins is coming back, the defensive lineman for the Longhorns. Uh, he should. He should. Some so. of these guys, what are they thinking? There's well, really, there's How many first-rounders are on the Texas roster? Uh, two. Sweat is a yep. first-rounder. Yep. And it'd uh, be a real Sanders stri- the tight end. Maybe. Mm, I think maybe. he's probably a second round. I, mean, I think he can play in the NFL, no doubt. No doubt. He is a talent. I think A.D. Even Mitchell. he's caught up, even he's caught up in a numbers game because there's these ridiculous Georgia. talented Georgia tight yeah, end. He's gonna be a top ten pick for yeah. sure. Um but Xavier Worthy's pro- I don't think gonna make his way in the first round. I don't think he will either. Not, not much of a market for guys that skinny. So they have one first-rounder, probably? I, I think A.D. Mitchell could be a first-round okay. pick. Sweat and A.D. Mitchell, I think, could be first-round selections. Okay. So what are the other guys thinking? They're thinking they want to make the money of the NFL and take their shot and take their chance. Byron Murphy is not as good as Sweat, but he's very, very good. Okay. I know I can score touchdowns after Monday night. Yeah, okay. But All right. I think it's just time for those guys. Yeah. I mean, they, they went to the Final Four. It's going to be difficult next year to yeah. get to the top 12, which yeah. it's attainable. You're always playing. If you're not a first-rounder, first half of the first-rounder, you are playing for the second contract. Explain that for our okay. listeners who may not know the economics. So everyone needs to know, you. Uh, the average career is about 3.7 years in the NFL. Most of the guys you never hear of, most of them are interchangeable parts. Um, it's cruel business. Yeah, it's a numbers game, and there's far, and there's just more. There's 300 guys coming out, and there's not that many spots available to make a living. The second contract is when you're set. So you do that first rookie year contract, you try to survive four, but you try to get seven. Survive the, four to get seven. Yeah. Okay. Because that seven is the next level, next guaranteed. You get some of it guaranteed. That's when you're playing until you're 28. Otherwise, you're done before you're 23. Mm-hmm. And you had that first contract. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're playing in your late 20s, and you've now made enough money where you should be set. Second contract. It doesn't okay. matter when you're drafted. How long is that first contract? 
four four years wow but you try to get them to to do the second bef- within three well like the brock Purdy deal yeah, brock Purdy yeah. will get a new contract after exactly this year. exactly so you chase that because now all of a sudden i've got seven years pension kicks in at four okay and pension's great now what is a pension per month? I don't know what it is now, but it's... Am I it, too late, too late is, to try to get that pension? Yes, you are. Okay. It is... It, it follows the trajectory of the TV deal. Mm, That's wow. all the salaries do. The, the players get 66.6% of designated revenues. Wow. 66% of yeah. designated revenues. Which they're underpaid. Is, uh, they're underpaid. Yep. No. Um, but... So they get a percentage of the TV. They get a TV, uh, percentage of, I think, merchandising. Not their own merchandising, just league-wide. And so... Yeah, that's all in a big clump. It goes in a big pile, yeah. um, and it's dispersed equally. But the the pension kicks in at four, and but the pension is growing with the TV contracts, the platform contracts. So you want to get that second contract, and you should be set. Mm-hmm. If you get a second contract in the NFL... You've almost been set for. You should probably be very close to set for life. Is the NFL pension as good as a teacher retirement fund? Well, is that before you're not allowed to invest in uh, sinful things? That's right. Remember, that te- Republicans are not going to let you. Teacher take retirement that. fund kicks in after twenty twenty five years. I think is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I haven't been twenty years in. Have you? I got something like that. Well, good. Maybe yeah. it'll be double, triple dip in one of these days. It's all gone. <laughs> Don't get me started. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is or what it was set out to do. It just is going to go away. Uh, NFL weekend. Don't make me talk about that. I won't Are you really going to make me talk about that? I'm not going to talk about that. Is I'm, that really what you want to no, do No, right I was now? talking about I'll just start a, talking about Trump if you make me. No, no, no. I want to do that. <laughs> uh, Cowboys in Washington. We'll talk about that also. So it's an important game in 17 years for the Dallas Cowboys. Baloney. That is such a load of crap. The most important game. The most important game in 17 years for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I want him to explain that. (laughs) What a reaction, man. The most important game. They're playing the Washington Commanders this week. That's not why it's the most important game. Explain that when we return to 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. On Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week, here you go at Jeff Ward Show. Prediction, Washington 38, Michigan 17. Jeff, how is Michigan going to score? They barely scraped by Alabama with enough points. Penix was the true Heisman. Well, I agree with the last part, and I think he would be, I would pick him the first pick in the draft if I wanted a quarterback, but here's, I would love to be wrong. Here's how Michigan's going to score. Run. They're going to run the ball. Run the ball. It's going to go 1975. They're going to do what Texas could do but didn't do, and that's run the ball like crazy. Texas averaged almost seven yards per carry. Yeah, and Michigan can run it as well as they can, so that's how, unfortunately. And so that's where I think – I don't think Washington can stop that. They didn't stop it against Texas. No. I don't don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to do what Steve Sarkeesian does, and that's run, throw it five times, run again, throw it five more. He's going to run it five – and throw it once. I may be wrong, and I, as I've, I've doubted Washington a lot of times. I don't know if Pennick can have that type of game two weeks in a row. If you don't get to him, he can. Yeah, that's a good point. But, but I can. think the, the, the Michigan, yes, the Michigan defense. 
especially at the back end, is, is better, better than far better, better than, than Texas. Texas. I, I totally agree. Um, yeah. But I think the problem to the look, I, I think it'd be cool. I think most people want Washington to win. I do. I think it'd yeah. be really cool. And they want to see this kid get his due. But I just, I'm afraid they're. I'm afraid Michigan's just going to just gash them, mm-hmm. and he's going to be stuck watching this game. That's what I would do. I would say, I want that guy on the field as little as possible. That guy being Michael Penix mm-hmm. Jr. You know, I'm kind of into mind mind games and emotional. Oh, you are? So yeah, I know that. I am like, because I wonder. Kind? Pardon me. I don't know what kind. Where are well, you the going mo- with the that? motivation because. Oh boy. I, I don't know. And this is going to be interesting. Michigan was so excited after being everybody was, yeah. But it was so excited, like it's sort of like they went, oh, yeah. We won a playoff game after yeah. losing playoff games, yeah. dramatically two years in a row. Okay, are they going to be motivated? I know I'm going high school, Harry. You are, are they going to be motivated enough? You can't in this? get motivated to play for the national championship. That's what I would tell the kids. You got to get motivated. You, I have to tell you. Well, some some they're still eighteen year old. Well, they don't know what game it is. <laughs> Wait, well, they what? should. They should. I will agree with you on this. Washington was the calmest team of the four. Very calm. They, they're just like their coach. I love the way they operate. They're, there's, there's workmanlike no, business. I don't want feelings. I just want surgeons. Yeah. I just want surgeons. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, and Michigan is kind of crazy because their coach is crazy. Their coach they're is trying, crazy. Hey, look, people forget this. Look at the first play of the game with Michigan. It should have been a pass interception. Okay. And the Alabama player had a foot out. No, of no, even worse. A dude caught the ball on the one-foot line when the game was in jeopardy. Right. If he takes a step back, it's a two-point Alabama win. He gets knocked six inches back, and the game is over, and Alabama wins because of an idiot, absolutely shockingly stupid move. Shockingly stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So the Dallas Cowboys have their... What? You mocked me. It was mean. The way you treated me was a little mean. About what? It's kind of like what Garrett does to me, about my clothes and stuff. He's back to normal today. He's back to his black T-shirt. because uh, yeah, I'm scared. And I've been bullied at work and, so much. But he's wearing socks again. I've those athletic bu- socks? I've been bullied in the workplace so often. It doesn't matter if the shirt had been used to clean the car. I would have to wear it out of fear of what I would face when I show up to mm-hmm. work. You have a jacket on today, I hope? No. Well, good Lord. I don't own one. You want to get a cold? It's 50-something degrees. I'm scared degrees. when I come to work. Why are you scared? Because the mock... The, the, because Garrett makes fun of my clothes. You make fun of my clothes. Yeah, I, if I dare wear anything else, it's it was, a half an hour of telling the world what a goofball I am. It was dramatic yesterday because you look like... Garrett, can I say this, a normal person? Yeah. yeah. With, with <laughs> your shirt yeah. and your corduroys, yeah. and mean. you look like you dress like a normal person. Right, there. You're yeah. back now to your SoCo yeah, influence. See? That's what I face in the workplace. That's why I have the shakes. But you're dressed like it's March 14th, and you're going down to SoCo. I don't know what I dress bio. like when I leave the house right. because I'm shaking so badly out of fear. Well, I'm going to be mocked at work. You're I'm not like gonna, you're not it's not like I got a kick me sign on my back. That's no, what no, Garrett no. does to wow. me. Wow. No. So Dallas you bring a lot on to you. Let's don't talk about Dallas. Just we can. Garrett is calling for a break. What? Well, commercial make break. fun of me during that. People don't even know what happens in commercials. I get mocked during commercials. No, no. We need to follow the hey, program Jeff, schedule. Why don't you wear a half shirt, a sleeveless tank top? Hey Jeff, do you own any pants? Now, if you go hey, McAfee Jeff. on on me in this room, that's when I. That's that's when you I guys hit the go road. ahead. If I if I have a gold chain, I want you to go ahead and punch me in the face. <laughs> if I wear a tank top, you punch me in the face. <laughs> he wears that every day. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, uh, punch me in the face. I'll I'll tell you off the air what I saw while watching McAfee today. 
I will not bring it up today. We had a rough day yesterday. I got to cover his his, his buddy, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. They had a trailer, trailer during the McAfee show today. All the opinions expressed yeah, by the yeah. host, these stooges. They've, they've yeah. started doing that regularly now. Have they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I suspect part more so it's in caps now because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We do that here if I mention Donald Trump. We will do that here yeah, if he mentions. The opinions of the host on Donald Trump are not those of anyone in the building or nearby. 1027. Even if they're true. 1027 ESPN. <laughs> back right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.